When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. All right, Marine Conquerati men. How the devil are you? This is Thursday. This is the Luke and Pete Show, and my name is Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by one Luke Moore. Hello. Um, We're muscling through. How are you doing? I don't, I don't feel like we explored the Marine Con Karate Man enough no. on Monday. He could have been a character um, that went up against the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that we mentioned uh, the back yeah. end of the last show. So. People will be very, very disappointed oh. to know that I haven't seen a sketch of that. I mean, we talked a lot about your sketchings, right. your drawings. Marine um, Con Karate. Yeah, you should draw he a picture could, of it. He could be like the mascot for uh, for the Luke and Pete show, Marine Con Karate. He's a... He's a <laughs> He's always hanging around the docks, dressed as a uh, karate expert, and he is a gorilla. So this sounds a bit like the opening to the film Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, right. That, that's literally what happens in Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> oh my God, speaking of monkeys and uh, gorillas, uh, I last night went to a comedy show um, featuring uh, Daniel Kitson. Daniel Kitson. Oh yeah, great. We celebrate Daniel great. Kitson was the, uh, was the compere. Honestly, that man... He's obviously, um, a lot of, you know, everyone says he's brilliant and stuff. He is one of the best. Like his like every him. every line he throws out is a picture. There's no kind of like dead space in his in his words. He's so good. Um, but the acts he was introducing on the night were, not were variable. Yeah, uh, started with a sketch group. Not oh, a good idea. Jesus. Wait until they wait until they kind of you get. What do you reckon show. Daniel Kitson thinks of that? I don't know. Well, it, you'd think he'd be involved in the um, curating, but clearly not. Well, he's so protective over his reputation and, yeah. and his stuff, like famously even, mm. that why would he be associated with it? Mm. But just seeing him compare for like, you know, 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there, it's like, Jesus Christ, that man knows how to comedy. I've actually seen him compare as well. I saw him at um, Good, isn't he? a place and stuff. Yeah, he was excellent. And um, I, 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 now you've mentioned it, I remember exactly the same issue. Mm. But the other comedians that came along was like... Well, yeah, exactly. I, you even if you bring your air game, you're never going to be as good as the compare in that no. particular situation. No. Uh, but um, problem with comedy, stand up comedy, there's <laughs> too many of them. Nina Conti, the you know the one who does like she yeah. have a puppet or something in her mouth. Yeah, like I, don't, I, mouth. I don't like her. She uh, debuted a new character <laughs> where she's head to toe in a gorilla uh, monkey suit, um, and uh, she's got a little movable mouth where her, her mouth is, and she can make it talk and stuff. Um, they had no material for about 15 minutes. 
They had nothing. Is American guy Nina Conti in a fucking monkey suit. It was. It almost got brilliant because they had nothing. It wasn't funny at all. They hadn't planned it. They hadn't planned just, anything. What, they hadn't written anything. What's the what's the what's the what's the act? Well, I just put the suit on, <laughs> the right? Suit on. And, then, and then what happened? What do you mean? It's oh, so yeah. rubbish. Oh it was God. so rubbish. Um, so if you are, um, if you do get the opportunity to see Nina Conti as Monkey and the other person who's with, with her, just do it because it is funny but awful. The only reason I know who she is because she's done TV, so she's yeah. obviously a successful person. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there's too many comedians. That's the problem. You, yeah. Well, there's too much of everything now. People have gone. People have gone. Right. People like that stuff. Let's do mm. just loads of it. Yeah. Whether it's films. Or TV shows. Or podcasts. Or, yeah, basically, yeah. Unless you're right at the very top of the tree, like us, Pete. Yeah. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Isn't it? Top of the... Do you do one of these every fortnight? Yeah. <laughs> Halcyon days. It took me three years to convince you to do it. Halcyon days. And now here you are, twice a week, Donnie. Yeah, can't uh, get enough, baby. Um, and were you there with, any, with pals and stuff? Did, yeah, yeah, did, did yeah, they yeah. Do they know Daniel Kitson? Yes, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you chat to them? Do they know? Yeah, Dick do they know him? I mean, no. Why with? would they? Why would they? No, no. Because you hobnob with comedy writers and people like that. Uh, Mark Haynes, for example, was he there? Mark Haynes wasn't there. No. Okay, know, right. No. Uh, he, he's the kind of guy who would probably know Daniel Kitson. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you hobnob with these. Don't, right. don't, don't play it with a straight bat. Hobnobbers. Oh, don't try and make out that you're some kind of Wild West renegade, the right. man with no name. Okay. You spend all your time on these people. Right. Fine. Groucho. Groucho. What, what does that mean? You're, you're a member of the Groucho Club. I am a member of the Groucho Club, but I've not been in since I signed back up. <laughs> and, and you signed back up because of the incident before, right? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, as in... As in, you were asked to leave. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. It's something, like a one-year suspension. Something about rude drawings. <laughs> <laughs> you're smoking your big uh, vape pen. <laughs> your big weedy vape pen in the, in the halls. Who drew... The... Right, everyone. Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. I know everyone's having a nice evening, but I've just been in the toilet... And there is a giant sketch of a muscle man <laughs> chopping off another muscle man's arm. Who's done it? You just at the back like Strider in uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Could have been me. <laughs> Elon Musk. Like a, like a Groucho Marx Elon Musk. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. What else has been going on, Donny? Um, that's it, really. What else have I been doing this weekend and week? Um... Played a bit of football, fell into the union, as uh, the band Gomez once sang. Wicked Piccadilly is an underrated number. It's a banger. It's good. I mean, it's obviously a good album. Wasn't it? Did it win the Mercury? It won the Mercury, wasn't it, didn't it? I and saw him live a couple of times. So boring. <laughs> so boring. That's, That's the problem. There was, a, there was a good generation of bands who came through, I want to say, sort of late 90s. I would actually put Coldplay in this. They came through right. at the same time, maybe a little bit after, where they wrote good songs and it, and it was fine. And uh, yeah, people like listening to them, but ultimately they were their aesthetic was just we are normal people, mm. which is obviously fine because it's relatable to people like you and I who are music fans of that age who want to go, oh yeah, great, they're just normal people like us. Go and see them live, dreadful. <laughs> and that is why the Strokes were so important, right? Because they were like they came from obviously two thousand, two thousand and one. They had cooler leather jackets. Well, just they're just like they're from another planet. Yeah. And at that point, no one was wearing like skinny jeans and like Converse trainers, and mm. they were so New York and so glamorous. Mm. Obviously, the music was brilliant as well. But that's why it's kind of interesting that people forget over time that music. It's not just that, for example, "Is This It" by the Strokes is a brilliant record. It is that, but it's also because. It, stand, it stood for something more. It did for me anyway. It's the same with Oasis. 
Mm. It wasn't just the fact that Oasis made good songs back in 94, 95, whenever it was. It's just that I remember at school, I might have mentioned this before to you, but I remember at school, almost overnight, it went from carrying a guitar around school would be something you get bullied for mm. to fucking hell, he's got a guitar, he's cool. And that's that's what like, Oasis were able to do for people. Like, yeah. they, they were culturally much more significant. And you've got a band like Gomez, who are fine. Like you say, Mercury Prize winning band, good album, that song's brilliant. But they never had they never had a more cultural significance. Another example, Travis. <laughs> fine. It's fine. Uh, they did have cultural significance, Travis, because every fucker had that dolphin flick haircut for about a year. Do you remember? Every man, yeah. every receding man would sort of push all of his hair. It's called up the Hoxton Finn, I think. The Hoxton Finn. I think it's called the Hoxton Finn. Yeah. Yes. Um, true. He, he popularised. I think, it, I think the Hoxton Finn was more of a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like a a, a, a mid noughties mullet. And you know, do you not do you not find that? Yeah, I remember. I remember. I had the I had the modern mullet. Mm. I had one of those. But do you also remember one thing? It sort of puts me in mind of this is that um, I don't mean to bore on about music because it can be dull. So I'll wrap it up by saying that. Um, when I say it like Gomez, Coldplay, Travis, they're all just fine, right? They're, they're mm. decent, right? It reminds me of the fact that it feels like these days things are either brilliant or shit yes. and there's nothing in between. There's nothing just fine. For example, this podcast, it's fine. Yeah. It's not brilliant. It's not shit. It's fine. I know which. I know what it's closer to. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's side no, of the wall. Well, that, that's is. the current rating. Right, okay. we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It has to, people, I, I don't see really kind of I couldn't say the last time I saw a three-star film review. Right, okay, yeah. Or a six and a half out of ten album review. Mm. Like it's, People feel the need, and I think it's a significant of the sign of the times that we live in, where most of the coverage of things is on the internet. The internet lives and dies on how many people look at it, and so they have to develop a story somewhere. <laughs> and and like, it's just not, why, why can't things just be fine anymore? Why can't we have like an American president who's just okay? Right, okay. Not like shit, or brilliant, or why can't we have a prime minister who's just not the most evil human being to ever live? There's nothing normal anymore. Mm. You have to be a caricature one way or the other. Yeah, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's all got like wrestling, hasn't it? Yes! You've got to be the most evil face person or in the heel. world. Yeah, you've got to be a face or a heel, you can't be like in the middle. What's happening in wrestling at the moment? I don't really know. Uh, oh, a woman who was going to be the big champion in one of the bigger indie um, outfits... Um, she was giving it the big licks on Twitter going like, why can't women support each other and stuff? She's going to be the new yeah. champion. Uh, and then a lot of her um, colleagues or ex-colleagues uh, came out and said, uh, hey, do you remember when you uh, shot the N-word into a, a, a black woman's face in uh, Japan? Great. And she's like, oh, dear. So she might not get that. Oh, dear. And I think one of them died. Someone, <laughs> Park, someone Parker, like an old Mexican wrestler, I think, might have died recently. I'm getting that wrong, but <laughs> it, was in my, it was in my Men of Honor um, WhatsApp group. Another, yeah. Are you, are you still a member of that Proud Boys WhatsApp group? <laughs> They're so proud. They shouldn't be, but they are. And because I, I remember seeing over your shoulder on your phone that the um, the logo of the group is a tiki torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still, um, another, tiki torches are cool. Why did why why have they why have fascists ruined the tiki torch? Yeah, they look great. Used to be tiki torch. Used to be um, something that you would have stuck in the ground. Yeah, in a blokes who was a bit. It's the same age as you, but kind of was more sensible mm. and bought a house before you were able to buy a house. Mm. And he had one in the garden. <laughs> That's what it used to be to me. Right. But another example of this thing that everything's either good or shit, um, BBC website at the moment, I've got a big story about how make, making space in our lives and decluttering and stuff is really important. Right. Marie right. Kondo style. Yeah. And I mean, it's another example. 
do we have to either we either have to live this minimalist kind of Marie Kondo life mm. where we don't have any things or we're just hoarders? Most people are just in the middle. Yeah, well, they are. But I'm, I'm, not I'm saying, in the middle. I mean, you're not in the middle. You're, no. a, you're a massive hoarder. Well, no, I've just got a small house. If I had a bigger house, you wouldn't notice how, much, how many automatons, for example, I've got. <laughs> how many have you got? Three? I've got about seven now. Have you? I've got... Uh, Tell people what they are because got, some people won't remember. I mean, this will be baffling to you, but some people won't know what that is. Uh, automatons are a little, um, a little kind of like um, crotchet, if you know what, the shape of a crotchet. Yeah. slash tadpole slash sperm yeah. um, kind of musical instrument. Uh, it's an electric analog instrument uh, that sounds a bit like a synthesizer, but it's got a little mouth, a little adorable little mouth, but there's so many different editions. There's like special kabuki masks. There's uh, uh, Kiss have released a special um, limited well, edition version. Kiss have, Kiss have, Kiss uh, Kiss have endorsed everything. You can get a Kiss lawnmower and a Kiss coffin. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you can get a Kiss one of those. I like yeah. it. Um, so yeah, the, uh, every time I go to Japan, I, I pick up a couple. Um, and I can't resist them, even though they are made incredibly poorly. <laughs> what about um, this volcano in the Philippines? Oh. It started spewing lava. Why Not are there again. no volcanoes in the world anymore that aren't spewing lava? Not again. Every single volcano has to be spewing lava or yeah. doing nothing. Why can't we? Yeah, exactly. Why can't we have just have one that just does a little dribble? Yeah. Where's the normal volcanoes at? Right. While we try and find some things that are just normal, and also after this, we're going to do something a little bit different as well, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll have a little break, and we'll come back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. With the right equipment, you can make your own sausage at home. Mm. Make your own sausage at home, Luke. I'm not really sure why I, I chose would. that piece of... Would I, you make your own sausage at home? I would, actually. Yeah? I, the thing that scares me... Yeah, and I'll fucking never... go on and do it then, you <laughs> bastards. Right, I'm fucking doing it now. <laughs> uh, the, thing, the thing that would scare me about it, Pete, would not be the mix All of right. the sausage and the... And the um, what do they put in it? That like suet type thing. Mm. But it would be getting it into the, the sheath. Into the sheath. Do you have trouble with that? Do you? Well, I watched the ep- how I watched, kids you got. Oh, but I watched I watched an episode of the Hairy Bikers once. Yeah, and one of them was very good at it. Right, and the other one was very bad at it. <laughs> okay. and I thought I would find it hard. It's, it comes out of the machine really quick, and you've mm. got to kind of hold the sheath over it. Every time I wear myself, I think of the Hairy Bikers because uh, they say wear yourself post poop, pre breakfast naked and I think about the, one of the hairy bikers naked every time I stand on the scale. Well I don't know why you wouldn't weigh yourself naked presumably you don't want to be weighing your clothes. No exactly yeah. Uh, that's just pointless. I'll just wear the clothes afterwards and then figure out <laughs> deduct whatever you've got. I always weigh myself when I do weigh myself first thing in the morning completely billy bollocks. Oh what an image. <clears throat> what an image. What do you think about that? 
<laughs> I, How's it going? I, I saw a tweet on um, the other day, speaking of the hairy bikers, which annoyed me mm. irrationally. Right. Because someone got a tweet that went viral, got like 50,000 likes, because he said, um, someone spot looked at the hairy bikers and said, yeah, we should give them a TV show. Basically saying that... Um, they're not the most aesthetically pleasing. And then it was just a random appointment. And mm. anyone who knows anything about the Hairy Bikers knows that they were TV producer for years. Before oh, they were they? Right, the okay. They ah. worked together on cookery shows as producers and directors and stuff. And then they went in front then of the camera. Then they went in the front of the camera. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Are they both Geordies? No, one's the Geordie. The other one is from... I want to say Yorkshire, maybe. Right, okay. Yeah. And they just happen to be good friends and yeah. hairy and bikers. I would put it out there. It's not going to win me any cool fans, <laughs> but I think they're great. But did, did, did they adopt the bikers moniker? Were they bikers before? I believe they're a sort of motorcycle enthusiast. Enthusiasts. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, but I, 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 I think there's a lot to be said for their their nature and their kind of... The, the thing I like about them, and you and I have had this conversation about Jim Bowen, and you don't agree with me, and that's mm. fine. He's dead now anyway. But uh, is that they're very... like. There's not enough people in TV now who are just normal. Do you know what working I mean? Working class voices, would you just, say? Just normal. Like, people yeah, with accents. Fine. I'm happy for them to be working class. Mm. I, I don't care what class they are, really. Right. Um, but but they, they those guys are good at... They, I mean, one of the series they did, where they tried to find um, the best home recipes of like classic dishes. So they would go to different people's houses and go, right, how right. do you make... I don't know, a fucking apple crumble or whatever. How do you make, how do you make spaghetti bolognese, Peter? Yeah, yeah. It's mainly tomato sauce. Yeah. They should come to your house. <laughs> right, i just pop this in the oven. Oh, no, can't go in there. <laughs> uh, and, and, they were, and they were going into real people's houses, talking to them, and sitting down eating dinner with them. Mm. And it wasn't weird. Like, right. you, you go and, like, see Nigel Slater, for example. I mean, he shouldn't be going to people's houses. <laughs> he's, he's a strange chap. Yeah. Most people... Like, you take, take um, Vernon Kay, for example. Right. He'll, Does he he'll, do a lot of that? He'll, no. There's a good reason he doesn't do a lot of that. Because <laughs> he's got a northern accent and people think he's normal, but I bet he's not normal. Right. You're not normal. Would you, you're all right, everyone. What are we having here? Could you go to someone's house for dinner and be normal? No, I don't want to be in an Airbnb. I don't want to be in a, in a B&B. So exactly. no, I'm not exactly going to do that, am I? But I'm do you understand what I mean? Talk. Now the generation of people who present TV shows are all kind of stage school kind of I used to be a model, so now I do this. Or I used to be an actor, so now I yeah, do this. Yeah, but they have to be. They have to be independently sure. wealthy. I'm not blaming them personally. They have to be independently wealthy uh, to go down a particular road because the economy is fucked. We're all poor. And um, that's how it works. So that's why you get pretty much everyone. I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, a couple of days ago. and like, Oh, is that good? There's a couple of actors in there that are, are from um, acting families, let's say. Um, and that's happening more and more and more. People are getting opportunities. They may be talented, they may not be talented. But they're getting opportunities that uh, that by rights should be people who aren't the sons and daughters of very well-off um, celebrities. Dynasties are a bad thing. They're a bad <laughs> thing in politics. They're a bad thing in, uh, in in that kind of stuff as well. I, I agree. speak the Chinese, mate. They're having a lovely time. They're all over it. They're doing it. That's why they loved. That's why they loved um, Trump Junior because like they sort of saw him when he had this when because his focus obviously like the Middle East and, and China. Um, they sort of his uh, focus, his focus. Let's yeah. say as much. I as think a, I'll do as much, <laughs> Middle Eastern China. As, as much as an offspring of uh, Donald Trump can have focus. Yeah. Um, instead, of, please, Daddy, like me. The only um, thing he's fucking focused on <laughs> is Fortnite <laughs> and his fucking mates. That's it. <laughs> uh, but uh, they sort of saw him as not necessarily a liability or an idiot or just a patsy. Um, they saw him as like, oh well, this is how we do things in China. Dynasties happen. Uh, sons of of elected officials um, do help feather the nest and and run the country. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of saw him as as, as kind of a more 
um, Chinese kind of uh, kind of character, like a, 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 a like a, a man befitting a station, uh, in that. But uh, and then they found out he's an idiot. So <laughs> then they just realised that that they could play him like a violin. Of course, I can. Fun, fun, fun. Useful idiots all over mm. the place. Um, speaking of very briefly, um, uh, that that kind of nepotism type thing, it, it happens in internships as well, doesn't it? Where they're the only people that can afford it. Exactly. People, to, was, to get in the door and also to be able to afford to, to do it. There was a company, I forget the name of it, um, but it, it got shared on Twitter last week that was saying um, internship available at this dynamic, fucking mm. high-paced, whatever you know, yeah. usually they, they, they say. And it said, um, and it's a great experience for you, so that's why you'll be paying £15 an hour to do it. <laughs> fucking what world are we living in here, man? It's mad, absolutely it? insane. Absolutely mad. It's crazy. Um, yeah. We're supposed to be doing emails, aren't we? Did we have a break you, or not? Uh, yeah, we did. Did we have a break? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah okay. We've We've fine, let's done. do emails now. Cool. All right, let's do some emails, baby. Uh, I've got one here, and it is, I'll tell you what, I've titled this email, In a Quiet Canadian Suburb, <gasps> Something is Afoot. I love it. And it is from Craig Clark, who says... Hi, I was listening to the latest episode and your conversation about local Facebook groups really caught my attention mm. because the group in my neighbourhood is quite, let's say, vibrant. <laughs> I live in a city called Burlington, which is about 30 minutes west of Toronto in Canada. My neighbourhood is incredibly North American suburban. The local Facebook group is always filled with interesting stories that shake the suburban populace to their core. As a local journalist, it's a good resource for unique stories. The past summer... The neighbourhood was in an uproar over a family not properly maintaining their front lawn to the point where some neighbours complained to the city about it and it turned out the neighbours who live in the house with the overgrown lawn were um, amonist or people who believe each living thing, including grass and weeds, has a soul. The family had been in a legal battle with the city over landscapers cutting the lawn without their permission and the city not respecting their religious belief. Uh, that's mental. Uh, one of the more recent stories... And the real reason I wanted to reach out is that in our area, there is a sewage runoff tunnel in a park. They're quite common in the city. Mm. There are generally concrete tunnels that run under streets, connecting different storm runoff ravines, etc. Um, I'm sure we've all seen them. Recently, a person in the neighborhood was walking their dog in the park where the tunnel was and decided to take a few steps into the little sewer. Inside, he found piles of carcasses of dead neighborhood cats, raccoons and squirrels. Each animal had their liver removed and blood was sprayed all over the walls of the tunnel. Oh, no. A lot of the neighbours think it's coyotes or another predator because our neighbourhood backs onto miles of forest. Uh, the person who found the pile of animal bodies has set up a camera, and the neighbourhood is waiting in suspense to see what could be performing these mass murders. Anyway, enjoy the show, and uh, I think the local Facebook groups thing could be an interesting thread. All the best, Craig Clark. Well, Craig, you have to give us a follow-up email on that, mm. and I would be pointing the finger straight at the guy who found the animal bodies. Where beast. And is now setting up a camera, in quotes. Yeah. To me, it feels like he's protesting way too much. My dad's got an animal camera. I bought him um, to look at the hedgehog. Me and mum and dad have got a hedgehog in the back garden. So oh, I bless just, him. Um, it's mainly pavement, my mum and dad's backyard, so right. I don't know why. Is it one of those ones that the camera records for like five seconds at a time or kind of thing? Oh, yeah, it detects motion, I think, yeah. and then uh, and then films. So I think my dad caught the hedgehog on camera uh, last year, so uh, yeah, interesting. You're, well, you think your dad's nocturnal, so presumably he can just walk into the garden <laughs> and look at it. <laughs> right? You could do, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You could do. Uh, hello to Tom Thorpe. I uh, hope this email finds you both well. Recently came across this article which sounds like something that fits well within the show's remit. A woman from Devon realised that her knees looked like uh, none other than EastEnders bad boys Grant and Phil Mitchell. Oh, very good. In the article she says that she first discovered them about seven years ago but only recently remembered she had uh, the lads' faces on her knees when she showed someone at work. Apparently she's thinking of starting a YouTube channel for them. 
<laughs> My God. Which is something uh, I'm sure we'll all look out for, I'm sure, uh, especially those of us with the YouTube Premium account. Uh, she actually posted a video of uh, an odd dialogue between the two knees talking to one another, and it uh, looks like she's uh, added some lipstick to one of the knees. I believe Phil, after he'd been caught kissing someone by Grant. <laughs> Have, have any of your listeners got uh, some celebrities hiding on their bodies? Maybe even soap stars. Perhaps Peggy Mitchell's face and an elbow. Who knows? Do you remember that um, Tom. Man City footballer Leroy Sane was photographed having other footballer Ian Dowie in his throat? Oh, yes. That rings a bell. It yeah. does happen. It does happen. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that... I mean, I probably would be interested for a minute or two, literally a minute or two, of mm. a video of her moving her knees and someone put a Phil Mitchell and Grant Mitchell conversation over the top of it yeah, to see what it looked like. But beyond that, I'm not that interested. Is it Hol- something that's going to be frequenting your YouTube premium channel, Pete? Holly from Bronton, who has a concierge business, said, years ago, I noticed that my mum had faces on her knees and found it all quite funny. I checked my own and realised they both looked like two bald babies. Or Phil and Grant Mitchell. It's just kneecaps, isn't it? just kneecaps, really. Yeah. Anyone who's got a kneecap could be involved in this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. What about this from um, Andy from Scotland? He says, Hi guys, I know I'm a little late, but I thought I'd share my story of meeting Warrior when I was around eight. My dad was the manager of a leisure centre that just recently built a soft play area for kids, which was a big deal at the time. And who did they book for the grand opening? None other than Warrior from Gladiators. As a perk of being the manager's sons, my brother and I got to come in with him in a limo. This is brilliant, right? Uh, or possibly just a stretch car, which seemed massive to my eight-year-old eyes, to pick up Warrior from the airport. I wow. love that. Warrior's opening a leisure centre in Scotland. I need a limo from the airport. I want a fucking limo from the airport, all right? <laughs> my, my two main memories of encountering Warrior in this limo were, firstly, him crushing my eight-year-old hand when shaking it. Mm. You hate that. Yeah, firm um, handshakes, piss off. And then, while I was in the car, sandwiched between my brother and I taking a call on this massive mobile, which was the height of technology at the time, he proceeded to talk for about 10 minutes, then switched it off, looked at me and said, wrong number. <laughs> I thought he was the coolest man alive. As an aside, another perk of my dad being the manager of a leisure center was on Boxing Day when the building was closed to the public. My family got to go in and use the pool, the flumes, the saunas and anything else we wanted with no one else there. My brothers and I used to love this and thought it was just normal to have this all to ourselves. How good is that? That is cool. As a kid, I'd be loving yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> That's the dream. I mean, is there a lifeguard present? No, there isn't. Get, <laughs> get on with it. It's the 90s. Yeah. Brilliant, that is. Fantastic Very stuff. Enjoyable. It reminded me a bit of The British Empire, which is a show that... Um, Everyone's forgotten about. I, I imagine it's probably shit and dated terribly, but mm. I'd like to revisit just to check. It was a it was a show that had it was a set apart really. I know it was set in a, in a um, leisure centre, wasn't it? But I just think it was quite it, more interesting than I think people remember. Like we had we had um, who's the it, guy who played Gordon Britters? He also played um, Rimmer in his name. Red Dwarf. is it's not Danny John Jules. That's Cat. Yeah, it's not Craig Charles. That's uh, that's uh, Rimmer. No, Lister. Um, Chris Barry Chris Barry yeah. he's in the Tomb Raider movie as uh, as Lara Croft's uh, butler it's very watchable oh and speak, you know I said to you uh, last week, uh, earlier in the week I saw Little Women who should pop up at the end playing the dad of the family Bob Odenkirk oh right yeah. lovely to see him lovely to see him would it have been as good if it was if if, if Chris Barry was doing it? <laughs> no, actually, no. no, it wouldn't. As the hologram, <laughs> very very weird. Um, yeah, I used to love. Uh, is it who's the bloke who always used to have um, like wounds and sores? Is it Kevin or something? There was a, there was a guy what, in British. Yeah, 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 I thought you mean Mr. Britas. Yeah, Mr. Britas. I I would Mr. Britas, but I have 
I have got a terrible boil on my arm. Was he Welsh? He was either Welsh or Geordie, I can't remember. I think you're right, yeah. And, and the receptionist used to give him a baby in the drawer. It was a lot more subversive than That's you remember. Right. It was a man with just open wounds and sores and weeping uh, cuts and bruises. Some very sexy uh, kind of uh, personal trainers and stuff. And then you had a woman who was like, used to keep uh, a baby in the, in the drawer. It That's was a right. wonderful show. I Colin, loved... Colin was Colin, the name of the guy who had severe yeah. skin allergies yeah. and constantly infected. Infected hand. Yeah. Sounds good. It sounds good. We should revisit it. Yeah. All right, listen, before we get out of here and... and, and Wait. Pre- oh. Have you seen Mum? What's that? Have you seen Mum? Yeah. It's a woman doing the uh, talking knees. The Mitchell brothers. Doing her hair. Right, okay. Did she know about the other night? I need some uh, work, I think that's yeah. scripts. I mean, that's that's what's lo- whispering. It's a classic local journalism story. <laughs> um, before before we get out of here um, and to get ready for the weekend, yeah. it's time for something a bit different, Pete Donaldson. Oh, hang fire. It's time for the topics. The moment you bite into a topic. Something we're going to be doing every single Thursday. The Great topics. stuff. It's a new feature. The topics. I hadn't heard that jingle before and, and, and I like it. Okay. I actually good. like it. Good. Um, what we're going to do is, in addition to you guys emailing us on hello at lukeandpeacher.com, which we welcome and we enjoy, we are going to set you a homework assignment every weekend and you will get amazing uh, props and bonus Luke and Pete show points as a listener for fulfilling the homework mm. and um, I've got a list of things here that I want you to do and I'm going to pick one at random and you have to report back to us by emailing at Luke and Pete show uh, hello at Luke and Pete show dot com Pete give me a number between uh, one and five and that will correspond with one of the homework assignments that I'm going to give to the listeners four alright here we go number four okay go up into the attic and tell us the most interesting thing you can find that's go up into the attic and tell us the most interesting thing you can find. All right. We're doing this on a Thursday because you're going to have a bit of time over the weekend to get up there, find something, report back, tell us about it, tell us about the story behind it, and we'll do it on Monday as part of our all-new homework section. Maybe put homework in the subject title of the email. Mm. That's okay. go up into the attic and tell us the most interesting thing you can find. I'll be doing the same. Pete will also be doing the same, even though you haven't got an attic. No, that'll you... be me going up, up into somebody else's um, flat, I think. Do that. <laughs> okay, the right. most interesting you can find. Uh, great. That's your assignment for this weekend. There'll be another one next Thursday. We will report back, all of us, on Monday. Have a great weekend. That's been Thursday's episode of The Luke and Pete Show. It's been bloody lovely having you along. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Bye-bye. See ya. a Stakhanov production. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. 
That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. 